0: To everything there is a season, and a time for every purpose under heaven. Join me as we dive into the history behind some of the most beloved songs for every season. Seasons of celebration, seasons of gratitude, and seasons of anticipation and more. In each episode, I'll explain the history of a well-known song, and then perform some of it for you. My name is Michael D. Young, and today I'm going to discuss Amazing Grace. The story of Amazing Grace is closely related to the story of its creator, John Newton, who underwent an incredible spiritual journey from vile sinner to respected priest. Though Amazing Grace today is closely linked to the African-American community, the author's journey involved being a slave, becoming a slave trader, converting to Christianity, and finally becoming an abolitionist. So a very roundabout way but he made it. John was only seven years old. His staunchly religious Puritan mother died, so she was a good influence, but she died when he was young. His father was a sea captain and took him out to sea when he was only 11 years old. And during these formative years, he spent much of his time with unruly, drunken sailors and picked up many of their bad habits, just the sort of people he was hanging around. He later described his younger self with these words: How industrious is Satan served. I was formerly one of his active under-tempters, and had my influence been equal to my wishes, I would have carried all the human race with me, a common drunkard or profligate as a petty sinner to what I was. He was later conscripted into the British Navy, so forced into military service. He found this life distasteful. It didn't work for him. And so he tried to desert, but then he was caught and whipped eight dozen times. While he was serving on another ship after being demoted, he got along so poorly with the crew that they left him on the coast of West Africa and sold him to a slave trader. So he became a slave. And thankfully, he was later rescued by another sea captain at the request of his father. They got him out of there. As he was on his way home, however, from that ordeal, his ship was caught in a terrible storm off the coast of Ireland. John, in fear for his life, prayed to God to save him. That was the only thing he could think to do because his situation was so dire. After his prayer, some of the cargo in the ship shifted in exactly the right way to plug up the hole in the ship so that it was no longer letting on water. And they were able to get safely to shore. He saw this as a miracle, a sign from the Almighty that he was being spared for a reason. This started him on his journey toward Christianity, though it didn't happen overnight. He said of that time, I cannot consider myself to have been a believer in the full sense of the word until a considerable time afterward. He continued working as a sailor for some time until suffering a stroke in 1754. Ten years later, he became an Anglican priest and took to the business of writing his own hymns to accompany his services. Amazing Grace was just one of 280 hymns he wrote, but he didn't write that one until 1772. He wrote it for a New Year's Day service for the year 1773 but it's unclear if there was any accompanying music then or whether it was simply chanted by the congregation. It was first printed in only hymns in 1779, though it became quite obscure in England for some time, even as its popularity grew in the United States. It was a favorite among Methodist and Baptist preachers during the Second Great Awakening in the United States during the 19th century. So they were going around and preaching and holding these big revival meetings, and this was a beloved hymn for those preachers. So the tune that we know today is called New Britain, and it was first used by William Walker in 1835, though the song has been set to over 20 different tunes over the years. But now it's most famous with the tune, New Britain. In 1788, John published a pamphlet called Thoughts on the Slave Trade that shed light on the horrible conditions on the slave ships that he had seen firsthand. In his pamphlet, he describes his change of heart. It will always be a subject of humiliation, reflection to me, that I was once an active instrument in a business at which my heart now shudders. So for even for many years after his experience on the boat, he worked in the slave trade as a sailor. And it was only later that he gave that up and became a priest. In the year of John's death, 1807, however, it was a landmark year for the abolition of slavery. That was the year that the English government outlawed slavery in Great Britain. And he was part of that. He was a staunch advocate for the abolition of slavery in England. Today, Amazing Grace is one of the most popular hymns of the English-speaking world. It's been featured in over 11,000 albums. Some of them are legendary artists, such as Elvis Presley, Aretha Franklin, Ray Charles, and Johnny Cash, just to name a few of those 11,000. So, sing along if you like, as I add my own rendition to the 11,000 that have come before it. Please enjoy Amazing Grace.
1: Amazing grace, how sweet the sound That sailed a wretch like me I once was lost but now am found Was blind but now I see Twas grace that taught my heart to fear And grace my fears really. How precious did that grace appear The hour I first believed Through many dangers, toils, and snares I have us grace hath brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. When we ten thousand years bright shining as the sun we've no less days to sing God's praise and when we first speak
0: Thank you for listening. May music fill this and every season of your life.